Welcome, welcome. This is Jesse with Recovering Mentally, coming to you live from Nebraska. I'm here today to talk to you about being your most authentic self. I personally left corporate America. It was affecting my mental health. It was affecting my sobriety. And now I branched out onto my own with learning all these kinds of great tools to help coach and guide you through this. Because you know what? We are awesome and we are badasses when we are doing the things that we love that are not only good for our self, our career, our success, but for our mind, body, and soul. So let's get started. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Recovering Mentally. I'm Jesse, and I am here with Superman to talk about what is your superpower, David Williams. David is an author, an entrepreneur, and man, this guy's mindset, because we talk a lot about mindset on here, is above and beyond what I have ever encountered. David, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really glad to have you here. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Coming from New York. <laughs> and a well, Nebraska girl down. talking to a New Yorker. I feel very special. <laughs> you got the accent down. For being from the Midwest, man, you've got it down. Thank I gotta you. Give you your, I got to give you your claps while I can. <laughs> got it down, man. So, David, tell us a little bit about your story and how you discovered what your superpower is and why you feel it's important for us to discover our own. Yeah. So I know that currently, right. I'm, I'm on the internet. I'm kind of known for having like this ridiculous amount of willpower. But before that uh, I've actually, I do come from corporate America. So I have worked a few jobs um, prior to me uh, discovering, you know, this willpower or the superpower. I've worked in Macy's and Michael's Arts and Crafts and as a security guard. So I've definitely been in the corporate world a couple of times. And uh, what I noticed was that I personally became very, very quickly became sick and tired of just feeling like I was on this hamster wheel. So I would have a job for a couple of months or maybe a year or two. And then I would have to go and apply for another job or I'd have to go and apply to the same job that I was let go from for whatever reason. And one day it just kind of clicked with me, man. Like this is not, this is not life. I don't feel like this is life. This is not this idea of just working until you die is not cool with me. I'm not fond of that at all. So outside of work, I just, I started to, uh, I started to blog. And I wrote about multiple things. I wrote about the Zodiac. I wrote about acceptance and accepting yourself. And my, my astrology blog uh, was actually the one that, that, did the, that did the best out of all of them. Because I, I had shared about knowing a Capricorn from somebody else's perspective, just to get other people's takes on it and what they think of Capricorns as a whole. And so I think I had like, 2,500 views at the time. I might have more by now. I haven't checked, but it did the best out of all of my blogs. And so I kind of took that and was like, well, maybe I'm on something. So after that, I had a friend who put the bug in my ear that I should write a book. 
And initially I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like that, like that sounds great to, to think about, but I was like, who's going to listen to me? You know? And the more I thought about that, the more I thought of it, I was like, well, there's really no coincidences in life. There's always a lesson. So maybe there's a lesson in somewhere in these, in what the universe is trying to tell me. So I thought about it and I didn't tell anyone I was doing it. I didn't make an announcement. I just woke up at like three in the morning and just got to work. I, 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 it took about a year. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't make a big announcement about it until after I did it. And I wrote books, not just to, not just because they're great legacy pieces, but because prior to that, I had a bad habit of having these big grandiose ideas, but never starting them and not finishing them. And so I was like, well, how can I redeem myself? Nobody's making a, nobody's coming at me for it, but, but I know that that's not the greatest trait to have. So I wanted to redeem myself of saying I was going to do something. And then two weeks later, I find something else that interests me. So I dropped my original idea to pursue the new one. And so I did that for, for a while, honestly. So I went, I went through this phase of, as we all do, of trying to figure out like, what is it that I want to do? And if you think of it, I thought about it from swimming to music, to psychology, to network marketing. I, I went through this phase of just every two weeks figuring, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And writing just kind of came natural. You know, it, it did. And I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I went with my gut with writing because writing is what has introduced me to so many others, so much other stuff. Because I was just going to write one book. I didn't plan on writing four. I didn't. Uh, I was just going to, <laughs> I was just going to write one book and just to prove I could do it and then move on to something else. But what happened was I saw the, the, the reviews of what people said and how I kind of hit a, hit the nail on the head as far as people have these ideas of wanting to break free but they're just not sure how. So I took that and I've kind of used that as a compass to continue to write. Oh, so I even love, on the, even I love on that. The, even on the days when I don't feel like doing it, because I have those. Mm-hmm. I'm not immune from them. I have those days where I don't want to do it. But I go back and I look at the reviews of my books. And that's kind of what, pushes me to have like this Superman level, thank you for that, amount of willpower, you know, and it's just, I just, I'm just at a point where I just, I will not take no for an answer. Like I, I've, I've, I found my niche and my goat hooves are planted. So. Fantastic. So my goat hooves are planted. So trying to get me to budge, I, I just, I tell people good luck with that. <laughs> I am I'm hard-headed when it comes to stuff that I really want. I'm not one to switch my mind just because somebody else I should says says I should switch my mind. That's just not that's not me at, at all. And I I use that in all forms of of life, from love to business to friendships. Like if I believe in what you're doing, 
you're gonna get sick of me. You're gonna get sick of me because David, if I see, you love what I'm doing, and I'm still not sick of you. You push me. I like the push from David. Listen, it is not for everybody. It's not for everyone. That's true. It's, it's true. And what you said about corporate America is spot on because as you know my story corporate america mm -hmm. caused me to almost take my own life um yeah. being on that hamster wheel that you mentioned it gets really old and <laughs> i gotta steal it from pink floyd but it's like we're just another brick in the wall yeah and we are meant for bigger things. And I know one day we, you and I were having a conversation about superpower and you yeah. said willpower. And I really had to sit and think about mine. And for me, it's resilience. You know, I can, yeah. I can recreate, I can pivot, I can do all these things. And if we open ourselves to a mindset of yeah. alignment and gratitude and receiving, we are going yeah. to see a bigger picture. And I love how you mentioned about, like I would do something for two weeks and then I would go here and then I'd go here because I so me. <laughs> you have taught me, you and other people have taught me, but you really have taught me how to make sure that what I am doing to ask myself that question, is this in alignment? with what I am already putting out into the world. Right. And that right. slows that mind down to go, okay, you know what? That sounds great, but that is not in alignment with what I'm doing. Right. Right. And see, I'm glad that you brought that up because the whole willpower thing, I didn't always know how strong-willed I could be until I didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, what I learned from being let go from corporate America was that you always need a backup. You always need a backup plan. And at the time when I was in corporate America, yes, I was, I did as I was told. I was very, um, very much focused on the job at hand, but I didn't have no backup plan. So when they got tired of me, it was kind of like, well, you're a nice guy, but we got to let you go. So that was, that was one of my defining moments. I've had a few. Uh, my grandfather was another one. Um, we could get into that in a second, but that was my defining moment, you know, and it, it taught me to build my own table. That was what it taught me. It taught me to build my own table instead of fighting for a seat at somebody else's table. Yeah. So if they decide that, I'm not a good fit for their opportunity. I'm not a good fit for what they have going on. Okay, well, I'm not, I'd be hurt. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't be, I'd be hurt because I would wanna go the distance with them. But, but I also have my own reserves, right? So books and podcasting and some of the other things that I'm doing are my own reserves. So if, I, if what I'm doing is not matching up with what somebody else has going on and I'm trying to be a puzzle piece somebody else's dream and it doesn't work out i'm not overly hurt i'm not crippled i still have i'm still able to move to the beat of my own drum in 
the words of Deadpool. I'm yes. still able to move to the beat of my own drum, right? So, yeah, I'm all for teamwork. I'm all for that. But I also have my own, that's why I have my own stuff going on. And that's why I push or encourage other people to have their own stuff going on. So if something happens at your job, if something happens at the opportunity that you're in right now and it doesn't work out, you're not sitting around wondering, what am I going to do? You've already set up yourself for other things, right? So that's what I learned from my experience in corporate America. And I, and I took that and that's part of the reason why I do a lot. That's part of it. That really is because I don't know about you, but I hate the idea of being expendable. I, I have a problem with that. Me I have too. a problem with being expendable. And that was something else that I felt in corporate America that they could drop you within the drop of a hat. They don't You're need a reason. You're making someone else money. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When you find your superpower, all of a sudden you are empowered to go, I don't need this person to send me a paycheck. I can make my own. And what I love is the analogy of creating your own table because I got two pictures in my head. One picture was my family at Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, because we all have that crazy uncle or crazy family member that you're like, you do not belong at my table. Go to the kitty table. But it also made me think, okay, so I'm a gleek. I'm a glee nerd. And in Glee, they actually had a superhero club. And what was really cool is, is each superhero, each person was a different superhero. And they were around a table and they would talk about my superpower is this, my superpower is this, and how they could play off each other's superpowers. And I thought, gosh, when I've I've watched that episode like a million times and it's hit me every time. Like I've been told that, you know, we can do... 97% 97% of the things on our own, but there's 3% of things that are not in our wheelhouse. And we yeah. have to accept that and create that deeper connection with somebody that it is in their wheelhouse so yeah. that we can rise together. And, right. and now more than ever in our world, we need superheroes. We need to know our superpowers. We need to be empowered because we live in such uncertain times. Yeah. David, I want to tell you, I am so glad you joined me. People, you have homework. Your homework is write down what your superpower is and post it to Recovering Mentally. This is part one. David is my first part one, part two series. Next week, we're going to be talking to David about legacy, leaving your legacy. You can tell this girl has watched too much Hamilton in COVID. But I'm super excited. David, thank you so much. I cannot wait for part two. I love what you have to say. And I love, 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 love watching Superman continue to grow in his superpower. (laughs) So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. We will talk again. You guys check out David Williams. He's in Recovering Mentally. And do your homework. What's your superpower? We will talk soon. 
Well, you guys, that's all we've got for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you go out in the world this week and be the badasses and authentic selves that you are because you are amazing. Do not hesitate to hit review and let us know what you need to hear because that's the goal. We're here for you. We are recovering mentally together. See you soon. Thank you.